Greetings, heathens and heretics. Welcome to episode 49 of In the Abyss. Um, this week it's just myself, but thankfully I'm joined by Joe Nally, bassist and vocalist from well, the quite awesome, quite frankly, Earn. Um, I've been hassling these guys for a while to come on this podcast, so I finally managed to uh, to, to pin him down. Um, Joe, uh, thanks for coming on and welcome. Yeah, mate, thank you for having me. Uh, I look forward to it. Well, and there was yeah, no hassling no hassling involved mate it's, <laughs> it was my it's all good it's all good no no worries it's uh it's, it's what we do we just badger people until they give in so you know <laughs> it, it usually works but um we've, we've obviously got you on because uh a week or so ago you dropped news of the new album you dropped a new single so let's just kick things off with that new album a feast on sorrow tell us all about it what 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 we what were you gonna expect um i think <clears throat> uh compared to the last one, I think, uh, maybe the kind of um, a kind of classic rock edge has kind of left this album, and this one's a, it's a lot more intense. The production's not just is it, very powerful. Yes. Not to say that the last one was, a, I think, this one is a much more intense record. Um, it's uh, it's pretty relentless. It's a pretty relentless album, to be fair. Uh, apart from like kind of like maybe the second to last track, it's really really full on and. Um, I just think uh, we've got a new drummer as well who's kind of capable of a lot uh, a lot more, but like he's still, you know, he doesn't overplay the songs. He, he's yeah. just come in and just, you know, honoured the songs. And um, yeah, I just think um, I just think it's a really intense record compared to the last one. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the new single, yeah, it's definitely got a more intense feel to it. And it's been really well received as well like, across social media and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you, you've got to be pleased with that. It's It's looking good. Yeah, mate, it's, it's 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 good. I mean, I still think there's uh, probably a lot more to come. You know, we're not like the kind of uh, uh, how can I word it? Oh, I don't give a shit. Um, we're not like really the hype darlings of the industry or whatnot. I just think we're the band that, yeah, you know, I've had a few interviews so far where it's like you seem to be the band's band, and I, that's you know, um, that's uh, something I take great pride in because I know who yeah. you know. Be it big bands or be you know our peers um, within our scene, who kind of like look to us, and I think it's because we just done what we wanted to do, and a lot of people who know me and Angus know we've been at it for fucking years, and it just never happened. Yeah. And I always knew that give us a chance because we can write songs of a really very good level, you know. And just as I was winding down, and I thought, ah, oh, fuck it, it's, you know, that sort of little dream you kind of have in uh growing up watching fucking metallica and fucking yeah. megadeth live videos and whoever and uh with your mates and you think oh maybe you know that's never it's not I'm not saying i'm gonna fucking walk around like metallica or fucking megadeth you know but <laughs> that sort of thing where you're like oh, i'd love to have that chance and then we did the last album people liked it and i was just like yeah people liked it and i was just that was cool and it's just like we we i wish we kind of got this uh a, this kind of a chance years ago yeah when we're doing all our other projects and to show what we can write and there's there's a lot more if like i say a lot of our friends in the scene know us know what me and angus musically are uh are into and what 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 pleases us and i think there's a lot more to come from us i don't even i really don't even think we've kind of got started yet because we've never had the confidence and i think when you get confidence within what you do everything changes so um I'm I'm really excited to see uh, where it kind of goes from here. Well, it kind of steamrolls a bit these days, doesn't it? Like you say, when you get a chance, 
and you get out there and just you just need the right kind of people to pick up on a, on a song or an album and all of a sudden bang it's like social media is running wild with it and and, and before you know it you, you yes. can be everywhere the opportunities are there now you just not mm-hmm. you know swimming pools and fast yeah. cars and fucking you know all that yeah anymore. yeah no it's no chance i mean we were lucky i mean we it is that whole thing of like you say about the one person hearing it or the right time in the right place and that's what like legitimately happened with us you know we we did well we put the record out but um jean-michel from gajira heard it and that's changed everything yeah and you know in two weeks time we're off out with gajira and we're a tiny band from the uk and it's it's quite nice because we're kind of getting this like a really nice cult following and i know certainly for for us three that the whole we find it weird the whole kind of fan thing because we're quite we're like really easy going lads and we we just think everyone's our mate so what i'm buzzing about is us and all of our mates that we make because i don't forget many people you know i'm buzzing for us all to kind of go on this journey and where's this band like where can we go and people who have backed it from an early stage i'm excited for them to kind of experience all this stuff yeah. and um it's wicked like how many people have bought tickets to come over to see us in gajira and it's uh that that makes you feel really good you know it makes you yeah. feel like you know at least we're being honest to our sort of self and i think a lot of people see that you know it's just free lads who just want to just want to write our version of metal and we kind of, you know, we put, we put our influences, you know, on our chest. You know, you can, you know, we don't shy away from who's inspired us and who's changed our life. So, yeah, it's um, it's good. And, you know, I just, I'm just buzzed to see what... It, it, it's, and, and so you fucking should be. I mean, you, you say about mates, that's that's kind of what, as metal fans, that's what we all want, isn't it? You want that yeah. feeling from a band. You want, you know, interaction on social media, interaction at gigs. It does it. Yeah. It just, it makes people feel a part of something, as, as Glee yeah. said, as that sounds. And I, I always remember one of my mates growing up was in a band, like, did all, did all right back in the day, like, we were a lot younger. And he always just said, it don't take no time just to shake the person's hand, yeah. look at them and ask their name. And that, yeah. that was it. It's so simple. It's a fucking simple thing of life. And that was it. A friend of mine, Mikey, Mikey Lloyd, told me that. And he's like, it takes no time. It's done. And it just, you know, kind of breaks, breaks down a barrier yeah and um yeah i just know i know how we are and i uh, just you know it's uh yeah i mean we've done things like, like we played loads of european festivals last year and i'd look we got passes we got guest lists or whatnot who bought who's ordered merch in denmark and i'd reach out to them and go fancy coming to the show it means nothing That's for me like do you know what i mean it's like it doesn't take it doesn't like waste my time it's just no. like You've got an option there. Otherwise, we're going to have five passes. That this is going to go to waste. So we just message our fans, and we've become very good friends with some people uh, around Europe. And I just think it's just a very nice, like, humble way that I, I, I really hope that we never lose. And it's you know we we all kind of got raised well, and uh, really trying to be honest and and true to ourselves. And um, yeah, I just hope going forward we we we'll never lose it because I think our manager would kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the big bastard says, so "Fucking kill me." Uh, yeah. it's, it's all about the people at the end of the day, and they're the ones that keep it all going. With you know, whether it's fucking buying vinyl, whether it's a Spotify subscription, it, it's, it's what we're all here for, isn't it? So, yeah, no, totally, mate. I love it. You know. I love it. So let's, let's let's talk about Gajira then, because obviously <laughs> you went and recorded with Joji Plantier at Silvercore yeah. Studios in New York, and that's that's a bit of a move as well, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> That was, that was a really weird sort of like thing, just because we knew the bass player liked it, and then Joe started following us, and 
I just thought, what you know, is it possible to record? I, I really wanted to improve the drum sound. And if you're going to record in any sort of drum studio, you want to record in the drum studio that Mario De Plantier recorded. Yeah, yeah. Now, I didn't know that Joe, it wasn't that, I had no idea Joe would produce because he hasn't produced really anything. I don't think, I don't think he likes doing it too much. He hasn't done anything in years. Certainly not as a band that maybe fits like for like. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know what, what engineers they had. They've kind of got three or four in-house. So I just reached out and I was like, what's, what's the possibility of like recording drums there? I just thought we're going for three or four days and, and whatnot. And then he kind of come back and was like, to be fair, I'd, I'd like, I'd be up for um, producing your album if you guys would be interested in that. Oh, and no, no, like, we don't want that. <laughs> like, give, give me a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> give me a minute to put a fucking adrenaline to rush out of me. And then, um, and on top of that, so, you know, he was like, let me do it. And then he got the engineer, Johan Meyer, who engineered Magma and Fortitude to yeah. kind of fly over um, from Switzerland to work on it. And it was just like, fucking hell, like, that's, you know, that's, it's weird because, like, everyone, like, certainly, like, for me, Magma, it's, like, such a such an amazing sound to it. And it feels very real and it's heavy and it's moody. And yeah. That team to you know to get to get them and oh, fuck and then then um, they you know managed to kind of sort out um, going to Ted Jansen to master it and Ted's done it did make me laugh I did see a poster earlier it was just like Ted Jansen on our poster I was like what the fuck's going on it's like Ted Jansen Eagles Bob Marley and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like what's, what's this all about and it just cracked me up he's obviously done like metal stuff but I love that I thought that was fucking yeah, that. <laughs> it's wicked. Yeah, mate. It's all but, pinch um, yourself stuff, isn't it? Yeah, and it was like honestly turning up, especially for our drummer. He'd only he joined the band about seven weeks earlier, and he had a day to like learn a set, and then he had a, he had to learn another song. We had to play a, like a small lot, like well, sound small. We had to do like an outdoor arena thing in Holland, and it was like, yeah, mate, do you want to come over to America in six weeks? So you've got to learn all this music though, whilst having a full time job and everything. <laughs> And he thought, fuck. So I think it was a real trip for him. We had already met Joe. So I think me and Angus, it kind of, oh, but it, I will say it's, it's a fantastic studio and it does make you, when you walk in there, and it's, it's, again, someone who's watched a lot of Metallica stuff in their time, when you see at the HQ and they've got yeah. all this stuff, you go into the Gushier thing, you say, fucking hell, that's the original artwork that Joe did, or that's a letter from whoever, and this is that. And you're like, wow, okay, like it, it, it makes, no, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel special. Yeah. And it's like fucking hell. If these really lovely normal people as well can become this amazing band that seems to be just getting bigger, really, because it's nice that people are just on board with a, just a, a really fucking great band and who happens to be great guys. And it kind of certainly it it made made me feel inspired, you know, being there and seeing all of that. So it's it was it was a fucking trip, mate. To be fair. Um, <laughs> And on the way back, our drummer left after like eight days. And me and Angus stayed for the remainder of the days. And uh, on the way back, Angus was watching like some films. And I just sat there for like six hours or whatever it is on the flight. Just like didn't listen to anything, didn't do anything. And I was just, I couldn't get my head around it. Because it felt like we're <laughs> flying home. And I was just like, I was literally like, did that fucking happen? And it was really bizarre. Like it was a really bizarre feeling. And yeah, it, it was it was fucking odd. But uh, you know, I'd love to be able to do it again. I, I know they would love to do it again. And I just think next time, I I just think there's so much more. I feel like there's, 
I wish we had a bit, even like two days with someone like that. Yeah. You could really pick away and get the kind of cool, quirky stuff. And I even, you know, I think next time, as much as all the recording of the, the actual tracks, I think I'd love to spend a few days on all, adding on all the weird layers and adding in some really cool stuff, which we did do on this. I'd love for us all to be there and just sit around just thinking, any anything anything i mean we've got like the new york subway on this because that was outside it was underground outside the uh the studio so put like a mic down there and just got the shh, like that's cool the rattling and just you know just and wind from like a building in new york and all this stuff and uh yeah i I just think even a couple of days you just you could walk away of learning a lot you know so much more you know um so yeah it was fucking cracking me up to be fair mate yeah, it sounds like you cool enjoyed way. it just just a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I loved it. Like we kind of really got into the groove. Like the first week we were there, we was like, "Let's go shopping. Let's get all like healthy food." <laughs> Second week, it was me and Angus getting up. Fucking, I mean, there's a video of me at the last day, and I I, I look like fucking what's a what was his name? Um, Ro- remember the show Roseanne? I look like yeah, her yeah, husband, yeah. <laughs> fucking Dan, whatever your name is. And I thought, oh my god. And I was loving it, fucking coffees, fucking having a smoke and fucking these massive breakfast things and going to the bars every night, just eating shit. And I we went to like this pizzeria every single night. Like, and I was just like, fucking love. I, I love feeling like American. And then you feel like really <laughs> shit when you come back. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, just... but you know, like life's too short. If you can't enjoy shit like that, then then what, what's the fucking point? you got to make the most yeah. of it. Mate. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, it was... It, yeah, it it was fucking wicked. We had a couple of days off and did the touristy stuff and went to the NFL and which I was, it happens to be it was weird. The first eight days or nine days, whatever we were there, it was unreal weather. I was like loving it, mate. I was I thought I was fucking in like Marbella. I was walking shorts on, fucking loving it, sunglasses. And overnight there was like a cold snap, disastrous, mate. And I was at that NFL. And I was like, the Americans are like fucking loving it. They're flying planes everywhere. And I was like, I'm, I think I'm going to die. And it was, <laughs> we all just sat there. And our, our manager spent loads of money just to get another hoodie. And we all just sat there like, can we fucking go? Um, but that was, that was, a, that was bad shit as well. I love, I love watching the NFL. And I went there and it was like the most, it was the most American thing ever. I was fucking, it was, it was not insane. <laughs> and to them, it was just a normal thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Lunatics, love it. It's wicked. Fucking oh, yeah, yeah. What, what a fucking, what an experience, honestly. Yeah, it really was. But yeah, mate, yeah. Fingers crossed, get to do it again. Well, yeah, yeah, I can, yeah, I can imagine you will want to, but um, <clears throat> it's the second arm for Candlelight as well. It's obviously a legendary label. Um, found a home there. How, how did you even, how did they even come to sign you in the first place? Um, I've known Darren at Candlelight for some time, and then, like he, he just we just come out of the studio and again, like we of doing Serpent, we paid for that all ourselves. You know, just saved our lot like, pocket money, really. Yeah. Um, you know, we didn't think let's just go and write a record. And Darren asked to hear it, and I sent him Desolate Heart. And I mean, the song was eight minutes long. And five minutes later, he called me. I was like, I want it. And um, yeah, it was just like the fact that he was just like, yeah, eager. And um, I think, I think. Like right now, I mean, it, it's a uh, there's a lot like happening within the whole universal spine from candlelight things, yeah, and, like yeah. really good bits. And I think, um, with candlelight, I think because there's there seems to be a lot of 
promise that you know we keep seeing people say you know if this all falls into place this could be like a proper band going for it and um yeah they seem to be buzzed with it and um yeah it's all been smooth we've just um just moved to a new booking agency as well um which was a yeah that 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 was a tricky time I, I won't lie that was that was a tricky time but something and someone like came along and it was just like wow okay I don't know how many years we've got to do this and it was it was the right thing I think you know it was the right thing for us to do and you know we've got a really great management and everything we've kind of got in place seems to be like really strong and our publishing agents like it's all just we just need to mean you know we want the best and for a band who's the size of us our team behind us feels very very real and very legit and very on it and i couldn't be prouder really with that and um yeah there's not many bands that are size that i feel like have a, a team of x amount of people working in pushing us all in the right direction I, I, i'm pretty pretty happy with what we've got together yeah that's that's fucking awesome i think in in this day and age where when you you know the opportunities are hard to come by in the first place when you get that kind of thing you, you've you've got to run with it haven't you you've got no no choice i mean the 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 vinyl that's that the album's coming out on it's a, that's a really nice set of vinyl as well it's uh, you know yeah. the the last episode we just did that, that dropped today as we're recording we were talking to uh, black city records in bristol about the whole um resurgence of vinyl i think it's certainly for metal fans it's such a massive part of it now that they want mm. something physical even if it's a cassette but people yeah. want something physical again now i mean the quality control that's gone into that like they're limited there's like all foil finishing and our darren at candlelight is like a vinyl master like and yeah it's just like you don't even need you don't even need you just know that he's knows what he's yeah. going to do you know how how it's going to be mastered for vinyl how it's going to be cut he just knows and you just you just leave him to do it and then the color variants i was fucking buzzed it just looks cool it looks different and um so yeah and i mean obviously we've had some people say about the prices but it was like like everything it's not it's not a single vinyl it's, it's double it's there's a lot of music on there but it's the quality that's gone into it yeah and mate the prices of everything is just going up and it's, we we can't turn around and go oh because of that we're take x amount of money off then that means we're just making nothing yeah yeah and, um, we were made aware that these will cost a lot. Uh, it's just like, well, cool. If if that's what it is, like, we just want the best. We want our fans to be buzzed by it. I want to be buzzed by it. I want my family to be buzzed by it. And uh, and I think when you see it, and I think the artwork, we you know we we try to always do something different with our artwork. I think every all of our artworks so far have been pictures that someone's taken. And yeah, I you know we're not really one to have like the whole blood and guts or what whatever you know that i can't it's funny enough I, I don't have any i can't i can't connect to that at all <laughs> um, so uh yeah and I, I think when i i'm looking forward to seeing it because i yeah. feel like it's, it's it's looking at that artwork i'm like yeah that's that's we picked well there we were lucky. i think i think look you, what are you looking at 40 quid for a, for a double lp now yeah when you look at everything that goes into that it, it, it is what it is that's what it's going to cost i mean the the new enslaved album heimdall that came out earlier this year um cool. i think i paid 44 quid for that but it's such a lovely package yeah, again yeah. that's just a photo on the cover yeah. but the whole thing it, it's just such a nice thing to have in your hand so yeah. it's worth every penny same management as well so it kind go. of uh, 
we uh, it, it does make sense. Um, but yeah, it's I'm 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 really happy with everything that we've just got in place for that. And um, I love I love the video. Um, the video's got a great vibe, and uh, yeah, it's, it, you know it's nice to see that everything's kind of coming along, and there's just a lot yeah. more to come, really. And it's it's exciting. It's really exciting, you know. I yeah. sit here sometimes at work like fucking hell. <laughs> Why am I here? Um, but yeah, that's no, all good. No, it's it's great to see. It's great to see that you're sort of excited about the future as well because it, it can go one of two ways. But it looks like your trajectory is only going, you know, in one direction now. So it's, it's yeah. great to see. I mean, it definitely. I say, it definitely seems to be a lot of things. Uh, we're seeing people kind of go, well, you know. People like industry folk seem to be really on it, and that's why it was quite kind of cool seeing everyone wanted to kind of get in there first. Yeah, and um, they seem to think it, and it's just like again, you know, I used to think, you know, I used to be like, oh, fucking hell, like, God, we're not really big on Twitter, and then I sort of realized that doesn't fucking matter, mate. And it's like, it's weird, there's a couple of there's like one really hyped band on there, and I was like, oh, fucking hell, I'm not really too sure on them, but they seem to be doing well. They messaged us and asked us to support them, um, asked if they can support us. And I was like, <laughs> well, you guys, your figures. So it's, it's almost like it's not real life. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, you you get this on Spotify and you, you get that on YouTube and everyone says this and that. And in reality, it's uh, it doesn't quite seem to be that. So I, I used to let the social media thing really make me think, fucking hell, like, are, you know, is it happening or do, do people care? And, um, you can't really focus on that, mate. Like that's what I've sort of I've certainly learned. And um yeah, I think it's 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 nice if people realise how long I've been doing bands, my twenty <laughs> year of doing bands. Fucking hell. Fucking mental. And I and that's for all of us. And we started when we were young, we were very young, and you know, it's I like, I don't, I never wanted to miss a, a step. I never wanted to kind of go, because there are some bands who never had to do the Black Heart, never had yeah, to yeah. do the Yeah. They go from that to that. And I'm like, fucking hell. Oh, like, I wish I didn't have that stress. You know, like, you know, that, I wish I didn't have the stress of going, oh, we got to do this, we got to do that. But now it's weird because we've gone from that to next week or two weeks' time, we're going out doing these great venues with Gajira. But fucking hell, after 20 years, I'm like, eh. Yes, like, <laughs> 20 years and so much money, um, you know, and it's it would, it's weird though, it's like even though it's been a stress, I wouldn't change it for anything because nah. it, it made us who we are and, and um, yeah, at least, I, at least I know, you know, when, whenever whatever happens and we say we're going for 10 years, five years, one, at, at least, you know, I can be like, I did it properly and, you know, I had to go through a lot of shit to, to get them little like rewards. And yeah, it it does feel, it does feel like real. And um, I'm pretty proud that me and Angus stuck at it, you know? Well, Um, you and Angus were in Hang the Bastard, weren't you? Yeah. Such a a legendary sort of name in the underground that band. And, you know, think how, when I first heard Hang the Bastard, fuck me, we must be going back. Got to be 15 years. I think that, that first EP. And they're they're coming back and doing stuff again. They just always seem to be, you know, knocking about. Well, Great band. I was uh, me and Angus were in it for the last four years. So the years when they wanted to be like a metal band. Yeah. 
and I was like a metal guy. And me and Angus played in the band called Chapters, which was we used to go out of Silosis a lot and have you. And that's that's the origin of what Earn is. Right. Okay. And I'm talking to a friend the other day, and I mean the origin of the sound that we try and play has been fucking years. And we joined Hang the Barstool because we both liked the band, and you know they asked me first, and I was like, yeah, I'll do double duty. And I kind of took my eye off being what my real passion was. I just wanted to play shows and learn, yeah, and learn from it. And I, you know, to be fair, them lessons and the people I got to meet and learn. I mean, it it's helped me earn in the long run. Yeah. Um, and I was always that was always my kind of thing. Like you know, maybe others was kind of getting drunk or just going to hanging out with friends. Where I was kind of like, I just you know, I want to try and pick up as many people as I can and yeah. figure out how this whole thing works. And it has it has helped us in the long run. Um, but yeah, no fucking great band and fair play to them. Like do whatever, um, do whatever. You know, it was it was Sam's band before I joined, so yeah, right, they can they can do whatever. And um, I, I loved playing in that band. It was that was the thing I really enjoyed playing. Hang the bastard music. Yeah. It was fucking easy, and but it would that doesn't doesn't mean that it was a bottle. It was just like you could have more time to like really get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but yeah, like Hellfire Rain. Is a fucking great album. Yeah, it is. And, um, I uh, the one we I, I was on, I, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Could have been so much better. <laughs> I listen to it now, and the stuff that I was actually writing for the next Hang the Bastard record, because the idea was for me and Sam to basically uh, start doing more vocals. Sam was a guitarist who has still sings like Roy Orbison, and um, <laughs> you know, the idea was so actually some of the to some of the tracks on the first earn record uh, earn ep which is very different to what the, the albums are were actually originally kind of for hang the bastard okay and um, so it's a lot more you know it's a, it's a bit more classic metal i guess yeah and um i would love to have heard what they would have sounded like with the three of us sort of doing vocals or what have you but it wasn't meant to be and um yeah, yeah. everything happens for a reason and look where, you oh, know, yeah, where we are right. now yeah Obviously, you're a three-piece, which is actually fairly rare these days. The three was that the intention right from the start? We just want to be honestly best fucking thing. Being in the band of four, I thought was stressful. Being in the band of five, on another level. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know how silly bastards like Mushroom Ed bashed about was about twenty of them. <laughs> a bit I just think fuck, you know, I could never be in an orchestra. Do me in, and um, I just. The thought of doing it now with other people, no way. <laughs> and, um, oh, we don't use backing tracks or anything like that. Like we'll have like in, if the song's got an intro thing, we might use that on tape, but we don't do any backing tracks. I just want it to feel real and raw and like it was when like I, I used to go and like see bands as a kid and the songs would speed up and if the yeah. adrenaline fucking go in, yeah, yeah, I love that. And we don't, you know, it, we just wanted to keep it so simple, and it's. It's honestly the best best thing, and I'd recommend anyone to do it. But we're lucky we've got a guitarist like Angus who can who can do a lot, has a lot of cool pedals to make up for it, and um, I think it works. And yeah, I guess we'll have their solos. But how many times I've gone to see a band and you're in the wrong place, and there's a solo, and all can hear some geezer playing a fucking open yeah. note on the yeah. guitar. I'm like, I couldn't give a shit. Yeah, like you know what I mean. <laughs> Mike Friedman's over there smashing out Tornado of Souls, and I've got Dave Mustaine going down in it or something. <laughs> I'm like, oh, brilliant. So I well, just I mean, want to hear. I want people to hear the solos, you know. And 
um, yeah, that's the only thing I think we miss. I love it. I love it. So, so easy. Well, in fairness, you make that fucking cacophony of noise, then why would you need anybody else? There's three of you that does that. Yeah. We need yeah. I think we've done pretty well. And I think we've kind of picked wise on certain pedals that we'd need or whatnot. And the thing is, we've got a drummer who fucking plays hard and consistent. And I think, you know, we're we're heavy band. We're yeah. heavy band for three people. And I like it. I just like it. I like it's a funny dynamic. I like, look at us and we, it's weird when I, we try and do a photo shoot because all we can think is, oh, we look like a right bunch of knobs because <laughs> it's trying to be a metal band and we just, we just, I guess we don't really come across like metal, metal lads. So we're all standing there and we did a photo shoot recently with a uh, guy, Andy Ford, and all these teenagers were watching us and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what is happening here and we were right in Hastings Beach and there's all these boulders and I was like with any touch one of them will come straight down on me because (laughs) this is awkward and all these kids are watching us and I was like oh fuck it I was well out of my depth Um, I mean the first time I the first time I heard you guys um I wasn't aware of you know your background with hanging the bus and all that kind of thing but when I first heard it and I think I'm getting even more now on on the new single is it was the. I don't want to blow smoke up your ass, but the first time I heard Mastodon back in two thousand and two, I had that very same kind of feeling. It may actually made me sit up and go, "Whoa, this is this yeah. is the fucking this is the nuts, mate." Thank you very much. Yeah, I think we get it's weird. We get compared to them a lot more than other bands, and I think there's a different thing. I do quite a lot vocally, and I think people think we have more than one singer. Yeah, um, we don't. Um, on the new album, there's there's some other vocals that aren't mine, but uh some people pick some people have a good ear <laughs> and uh and um yeah we get compared to them a lot and look i i really like this like three mastodon records i really like but i wouldn't say they're like the band i sit down and go i'm really inspired because i've listened to mastodon and i think like crack the sky i think it's one of the fucking greatest like records uh it's fucking unreal and I like more of the kind of proggier stuff they do. Some people like the earlier kind of heavy stuff. Yeah, that's but, the yeah, when it comes to writing, and it's always been for me and Angus, it's always been the same two key bands. Well, I say two, three. There's the obvious one, which is Metallica. Yeah. Nevermore and Death are the three bands that inspire us more than anyone. Um, my style of writing is a lot is a lot more basic compared to Angus. Angus. That's what I think also helps earn is that two of us, you get so many bands where it's just one person. Yeah. We're both of us, right? And on our drummer who um, recently left on uh, Becoming the Ocean, the opening riff is actually his. It was a, ve- it was a variation. Angus had to just kind of clean it up and yeah. kind of make it make sense. Um, he was great at like structuring songs. And it, it, was, it helps because I'd hate to be in a band where just Angus writing and I'll turn up and I'll be like, oh, I'll. I want to say something. And, um, but yeah, like on the new song, it sort of started off, there's that kind of like a death riff in the middle. And that's mine. And I've like wrote in a hotel on tour. And then uh, we're just chucking it around, but it is mainly Jeff Loomis, Chuck, and uh, James from Metallica are like, uh, well, you know, there's, there's worse places to, to get your influences from, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, fucking hell. But it's good. Like, I, I, I like the fact that I think me and Angus are getting stronger as a, as a writing team. It's good that, you know, back in the day when we was in a previous band before Hang the Bastard, it was like, more notes, the better. You can't have any riff that sounds like another riff. And I'm like, fuck me, we're not going to be a band for long. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> whereas now it's like, it doesn't always need to be 
OTT technical like yeah. at all. And there's one song on there which, uh, you know, again the three of us sort of wrote, and it's really just open and heavy and it's yeah. very powerful. And that's what's made the song really. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that you think you think that with the Mastodon thing, it's not a bad band to be compared to at all. And yeah, I mean, it wasn't so much a, a sound comparison, but it was. It, it, when you get to our age, it's, it's very rare that you hear something and it actually makes you sort of stop and take notice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. it was. It was that in 2002 when Mastodon came along with Remission, which is one of my all-time favorite albums. There wasn't anybody else doing anything like that. That was something completely new, yeah. and I, I just. You guys are one of the first bands that I've heard in in many many years that had that same effect on me. So, oh, you know, so much, part of the reason why I've been hassling you for so long to get on here. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you very much. That's, that's, that's really fucking great to hear, pal. Means a lot. Um, yeah. What what are the plans for the rest of the year then, and, and going forward? Obviously, when the album comes out, you festivals and whatnot. You got Bloodstock in the summer as well for the UK. Yeah. We've got um, so we got to do a video soon. The track two that's going to be coming out at the end of next month, and that's very different from Ocean, and um, it's fucking it's a big old stomper <laughs> of a track. We're going out with Kajiro in about two weeks um, to start off a trek of shows, and we've got a couple of festivals jotted in between that. Um, July a lot of press, and in August we got some festivals uh, in Europe. Couple things in the UK I can't say yet. Um, obviously, Bloodstock's the big one. Yeah. You know, that, I mean, you know, that's the reason the album's coming out when it is because I was just like, well, what better way yeah. than to get it out that weekend? Um, and there's stuff being discussed about some tours, but it's you know having to learn that thing of having to be patient. Yeah, you know, fucked me off. I'm like, is it, yeah. is it confirmed yet? Is this not? You know, oh, and it's just like, oh god, and it's. It's weird the amount of things I used to believe that you know ev everything would happen and it just doesn't. I mean, we've had tours that we were wicked cool, the contracts coming your way. Next day, it was given to another band, and I was just like, what? "How's that happened?" Like, oh, shit. and it's just like, what did like I did I sleep wrong or something? And <laughs> I wake up the next morning, and someone else is doing it, and but just that's how it works, you know, and. You know, I can't. I used, to, I used to take everything extremely personal, and like, I used to think people were like fucking trying to muck. muck. <laughs> I think it's because I think it's coming from South London. I think it's a bad thing. And um, but now I just have to learn. And I, my manager's very calm, calm, chill. He's like he's from Switzerland, and he's very common influence on me. And uh, I think it's you know I have to look at things a different way. And it's you know, and it's it, it's just how it is. And uh, yeah, I think if you start taking any kind of knockback too personally, it will get on top of you very, very quickly. Oh fuck you, yeah! And I mean, you just got to move on, haven't you? We might have lost out on that, but I look at the things. I sit there and I've, a band our size, who I still go out and like my mates at the weekend, who are just normal like all, all night normal lads, and I go, we're about to go and play like arenas of whatever thousand <laughs> with the best, the best heavy band in the game, and I'm here like we're tiny. And it's just great that that band believe in us. And like Joe gave me a call the other day, and it was just like a nice, just like a nice thing. And it's wicked. It, it is wicked to have like people like that. And we got a nice email from Matt and Trivium the other day, and it's just oh, I make sure fucking hell. And mate, if if I could go back and tell myself at whatever 12, 13 years of age, like 
while well, sat there like going mental over cunning stunts and that's shit do you know what i mean <laughs> like, but, <laughs> i mean yeah, i second that it is it is it is, it is. Fucking dire. And if I could go back and be like, mate, it, you know, I said this at that, my blood stopped the other year. I was like, it's going to take you a long time and you're going to fucking have all the emotions from doing it. But at the end of it, you might have a good time. And it's yeah, def- fucking right. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I just love it. Like, to say to me, mates, like, I was on the phone to my mate Ryan, who's a promoter in Bournemouth, Bear. He's like, I might come over for Prague. Come over, mate. I'll, I'll give you a pass. Come on. It's going to be loads of English. It's going to be like the Euros. It's English just landing in all these places. Nally's sorting them out. Um, pass this. Do you want to pass? Come in. Like, I just love it. It's fucking wicked. And I'm just buzzed that my mates get to get a buzz. You know, I always try and help out wherever I can. And uh, that's that's a good thing for me. I love ah, it. Fair play to you. Are you nervous about these shows? Yeah, 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 big time. Um, I've got I've got like a I've been doing singing lessons. So my it's weird. Like heavy vocals live, doddle. I've been yeah. doing it for so long. But the clean singing in the studio is fine. But live, there's this block where I'm like three songs before I have to sing. I'm like I'm gonna fuck this up. <laughs> and. My friend Hebe, she's a singing teacher and she's uh, helping me. And uh, we were chatting yesterday and she's like, do you want me to come to just the first show? It's like a comfort blanket. And I'm like, yeah, I think you might have to come over for the first show. And she's like, yeah, like, you know, we'll we figure it out. And I'm just like, yeah, it's just, just to kind of make me feel at ease. And it's weird because I've been there doing a lesson yesterday and I can sing, but there's this thing live where I'm just like, I don't know what's that. What's that fucking film? Little Voice. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's like the it's the prequel. No voice. I just go. <laughs> and then I'm just like, why do I do it? It's like this big bellowing thing, and then all of a sudden it's just like I'm talking, and it's just like people are like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, and I just shit myself. So yeah, and that with the added stuff of doing shows like that, I've never done an arena. Of course, that sounds stupid saying that. Yeah, of course, I've never I've never done an arena. <laughs> But it's weird. I've done really big festivals, but that's different because that crowd totally different, just isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Where these, this is like fucking going up, and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. And um, I think it's more nervous. To be fair, the amount of shit now for a British band to go abroad. Oh man, yeah. yeah. And it's just trying to make sure we've got everything covered. Yeah. Uh, it's that's a sickening feeling, like. And I've already, I thought, I mean, I'm like, there's bits where I'm like, I feel like we're going to be stuck in like Midnight Express 2. I don't know if you've ever seen that film. <laughs> and that's what I feel like we're going to be in, do you know what I mean? Banged up Brits abroad because we forgot to do a paper, bit of paperwork. And um, I'm just like, fuck. And that is a stress, mate. Like, honestly, Jesus Christ. It's fucking, um, it's, it's not good. I mean, last year I spoke to Serena from Svalbard. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about the hassles that they've had, just can only take a certain amount of merch into Europe yeah. and, and things. Like, what? It's just, it, it's it's a fucking mess. It's an absolute fucking shit show. The whole thing. And if it's stopping people, stopping artists from whatever genre of music, yeah, you know, we're now finding, aren't we, that American bands they they come to Europe, they either do the UK or they do mainland Europe. It's very difficult yeah. for them to do both. Yeah, it's shit. It's such a nightmare, mate. And. I'm like fucking hell, like dreading, like to see what the impact is, and obviously then the f- costs of things in Europe now, fuel prices, and I'm just kind of gra- grateful. Like we did a 
incineration fest the other day and i was like please we need to sell sell some good merch and we yeah. did and then we kind of we're getting our fees are, are solid you know for a band our size we can't you know and you know that helps that yeah we've got a couple of festivals started in and you get you know more money for that and it's, i'm all just like fucking hell like because i put money into it because at the time we needed to pay off flights and shit and i was like well lads i'll, I'll cover this but at the end of the day i do i need to get my money back yeah and We've got a tally chart, and I'm like, I'm starting to slowly get some bits back, but we're waiting for the fees to come in. And once that does, I'll kind of feel like, like a bit of ease and and what have you. But it is thickening, mate. And like, it's weird. Like the feeling about going to Europe now compared to before is like it's night and day. Like I will be dead nervous. It's gonna be. Have you got anything in the van? Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you got any drugs? Loads, mate. Loads. Fucking loads. And that's it. I just, I'll just be, I'm on edge about it. But um, we'll see. I, want, I think once we get that first one out of the way, I yeah. mean, last year yeah. we played loads of European festivals, but we flew in. Yeah. We, like we used the back line that was provided by festivals. We flew in with our backdrop and didn't take any merch. For, no one would give a shit. But we played loads and it was, there was no issues. It was yeah. absolutely fucking perfect. Like, three of us and our sound guy we went and i was like this is smooth then when you start to drive it yeah like, that's when there's all the that's when yeah. all the shoes come in and uh yeah we'll see we'll see uh, fucking... it, it'll it'll be worth all the hassle i'm sure no yeah. doubt about it yeah. um a couple of things before before you go what are you, yeah. what are your long-term dreams now you know second album's coming out say five yeah. years time where do you want to be well not stuck in europe um <laughs> i haven't seen me with my family for five years um, do you know what I'd, I'd love to have another few albums out and like there's the thing it might sound mad to some people it'd be amazing to be one of the bands who kind of go the next two albums three albums we make better and I think I don't even think honestly I don't even think we start scratch the surface about what we can do and I think where we've already showed off a lot of um, a lot of colours already with our sound I know that people who like the band won't be shocked if we did something a bit out there or yeah. a bit because you know you get a, when you start a band it's a blank canvas and you can chuck whatever you want at it but I don't want to alienate people and make them be like what the fuck is this but we've never done that because I think people listen to us and been like there's a lot in this band and I'd like to do that but it'd be great to kind of go fucking have three albums down everything's going smooth and be like do we go out there do we yeah. go out there you know and some bands, I wish they did it because the longer yeah. they've gone on, the longer you're yeah. like, oh. And it's like, I guess things like 40 Towers. Let's just do two seasons and then fucking go out on that. Legends. I'm not saying we'd be legends, but probably be legends in like fucking Streatham. But um, <laughs> where's that ginger guy who fucked it up? Um, but yeah, uh, I'd like to do that. And to be fair, it'd be great, obviously, if it could be your job. Yeah. I mean, yeah what, that's the dream, what, isn't it? What a buzz, what a yeah. buzz to be able to kind of do stuff like that and travel the world, make new friends, meet your friends and just that that would be amazing. That'd yeah. be amazing. But I, I think I just trying to at the moment and just looking at the next thing and the next things to do a new music video. Yeah. That, that's that. No, better play. Like, I'm I'm really looking forward to the album, looking forward to catch you at Bloodstock as well. Make sure we're up because you'll be on fairly early, I think, on you. And I think we're know, second on. I think we're yeah. second on. Yeah. But you know what? It's, it's a good time to play at Bloodstock. We went last year and the, the bands that are on early, the sound was great. Yeah. Hopefully it's the same again this year. 
Um, and there's always a decent turnout early as well. So it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a good time. It's a good time to be on, to be fair. And people are awake and with it as well. So yeah. Yeah. And I just hope, hope it's not 40 fucking degrees next year, this year. Though. Yeah, mate. Disastrous. Like I'm like the only like full on like white chap in the band. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck me. Do you know, get the, get the P20 on. That's on our rider, the P20 and a fucking Heineken brolly. I'll have Simon <laughs> Hall standing behind me holding it. And then uh, I'm like, like we, we, we come back from a show in Europe and I was with the other guys and I was just burnt. My arms were burnt and I was just like, fucking hell, roll them sleeves down. And it was, it was only about 20 degrees. <laughs> so like, mate, and you see, I've got a red shirt in here. You probably think I'm topless. There's <laughs> artery, mate. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I fucking, I heard really bad things about the heat at Bloodstock. It, 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 it was tough. I mean, me and, and the couple of mates I went with, we're, you know, we're old enough to be sensible. So we just pounded water all fucking day, constantly, yeah. constantly, constantly, you know, plenty of sun cream, all of that. And we got through it fine. But, you know, we started, we'd start drinking kind of nine o'clock in the evening when it cooled down. But there were, there were people who all day are on it. And, yeah, they, they, and they, then they'll fall asleep on the ground while it's, you know, belting down with heat and they're just frying. Basically. Yeah. It's just I'm, fucking crazy. I went to a festival some years ago with my mates in uh, Austria. And for some reason, like some sort of dickhead I am, I thought Austria would be dead cold. Don't know why. Don't know, <laughs> no, no idea why. Just Mountains? Mountains, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and it was one of the hottest places I've ever been. And I was literally standing under, under tents and just when there would be like, a bit of sun coming in, I'd run to another one, but just to get in the shade. Like it was like Shade Runner. They fucking goes across the field, <laughs> trying not to get burnt. I was like, and it was it was an experience. Stunned me, mate. Like, There's nowhere to hide, though. There really is nowhere to hide. Yeah, you know, even when and you I, go in marquees and things, it's it's you just got all the body heat as well. Yeah, it's horrid. We were we did um Alcatraz festival and we went to watch uh fuck I can't remember who I went into the tent and it was horrible <laughs> it was like oh and the dry dust and everything yeah. and, and I'm like I have a white t-shirt on I need to fucking get out of here boys <laughs> like and um, but I do I must admit like I'm think I'm quite cautious like some of the outdoor festivals we've done if it's hot we get loads of waters backstage yeah. and I'll just bring a big pack on and I just chuck them out. Because yeah. I know they do. I know festivals do. Yeah. But while I'm setting up, if someone's just there and they look, they've got a hat on and whatnot, just go thing. Usually in Germany, it's that. No, beer? Yeah. Fucking beer. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, it's, um, so, but yeah, man, I just, I'm just buzzing. Yeah, it's, it's, and I've only done two, two bits of press so far and, uh, like two people have like reached out and I'm like, okay, I know we're going to have to have to do a lot more of this. And, uh, but once people hear the album, I think, interviews are going to change i'm really really fucking positive about it i'm really feeling good about it and um That's the few good, people yeah. have heard it so far are like it's it's very it's very heavy a lot to take on and um certainly i think a few people i know that have got a bit emotionally upset about it because of the once they got the lyrics and the subject matter and that and it's uh yeah we'll see yeah no, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing it so what date is it um what date releasing it's Friday the eleventh of August, yeah. Oh, there, yeah. That's that's the Friday of Bloodstock, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it yeah. Is. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's fucking hell. That'll come by so quick as well. Jesus, yeah. So I'm buzzing. I'm are you really going to uh, are you going to be are you going to be dropping a couple of songs when you're out with Gajira, or just sticking to? Uh, 
we're playing, we play, we actually are going to be playing another new song, um, which we're not going to release as a single off of this. It's just going to be, it's one that we think is amazing, really works well live. I mean, yeah. I managed to come to see us at Incineration and we didn't tell him we were playing it. And he was like, fucking, it's perfect live. It's yeah. fucking heavy. So we're going to be playing that. Um, and I think over the next few months, I think uh, one or two more tracks will come out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And uh, one of them, fingers crossed, if I get my way, well, I think one <laughs> of them is going to be like a 12 minute song. So, uh, yeah, I've seen crossed. on the track listing, there's a couple of sort of over 10 minute jobs in there. Yeah. I was talking to a, uh, Dave from Employed to Serve and he was like I loved how fucking hard it was that on the last album you released a nine minute single straight yeah. out of the gate and then you were like I wish I could do that and it's just like yeah big time this time not but one of them I hope to be one of the long ones because I just want you know I want people to show it to see what fucking hell this album does have to offer yeah and, uh, yeah Oh, sweet. Yeah, really looking forward oh. to it. Oh, mate, um, thank you so much for your time at uh, yeah, mate, Monday lunchtime. It's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks very much, mate. Uh, yeah, my, uh, an honour. So thank you. And, uh... <laughs> I didn't quite go that far. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, really looking forward to the album, looking forward to the shows. Good luck with Gazira. Um, go out and, uh, and smash it and enjoy Europe and hope you come back alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. That'd be yeah. a touch. Yeah. Um, sweet. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back next week with I don't know what, but it is our 50th episode next week. So uh, we'll try and think of something special. Who fucking knows? But <laughs> thanks for listening and uh, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>